So today I'm joined by my friend Mike uh, for yet another series of our collaboration. Um, this time our topic is quarantine. So we're both talking about quarantine. I think it's a it's it's definitely a pretty it's a pretty historic moment that we're living in in time to be faced with uh, pretty much what seems like a curfew uh, when you walk <laughs> out the street. It it's is a like curfew. A, right? It's like a ghost town. Um, anyway, I'm talking enough, uh, but uh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, We're yeah. living in I Am Legend times. So for those <laughs> of you who watched the great movie with Will Smith, I Am Legend. It's a great movie. It sure won an Oscar, I think, because Will Smith was amazing in that movie. That was I'm a good movie. You know right? what's funny about that movie? I, I remember I was so scared. I went to see it with uh, one of my good friends, and he was okay. pretty okay. And I was in my chair just clenching. I was clenching the edge <laughs> of my chair because I was that scared. And at the end, I finally loosened up, and I said, well, that's not bad. That wasn't bad. So, yeah. Yo, that movie was fucked, like... When they killed, when he had to kill his dog and shit, I was like, what the fuck? It was, it was pretty... so intense. I was yeah. like, this is some sad shit. But no, it was a good movie. But like, I, that's why I kind of compare it to. Like, I remember yeah. when um, the week, like, I remember after we did our podcast, the first one, mm -hmm. and I went to work. And this is when shit was like slowly closing down. Yeah. There was like no one on Dufferin Street. Like, I work near Dufferin Street. And you know, if you've been on Dufferin Street in Toronto, you know how busy that fucking street is. And there was no <laughs> road. There was no one on the street. There was nobody walking. I felt like I'm legend. I felt like I needed the AK-47, a fucking dog with me. It was just weird. I've never, because I've never seen Toronto that ghost town. I've never yeah, seen it before. It's, I it's think that's what kind of threw me off. Yeah, it's... Uh, like, I remember I went to Young Street. I went to Young and Dundas around the time when the quarantine had officially hit, because against my, I guess, wishes of my friends, I went to go get some Korean fried chicken, because I love that shit now. It's why, like, are they, they anti-Korean fried chicken? What, what, what is this... No, they were just like, oh, how are you going to go outside now during the quarantine? And oh, I see, see. Inside yeah. and okay. listen, I was, son, I was, listen, people, I was craving this shit. I don't know why. I just love that. It just, it's I don't know what it is. Good it's good stuff. Simple, right? <laughs> just, so I didn't just care. had a hankering for some risk, Korean fried chicken. I was going to risk the coronavirus for the purpose of getting this Korean fried chicken. <laughs> I was willing to sacrifice my health <laughs> to get this Korean fried chicken. So The lengths we was, go through, eh? <laughs> I didn't care. I said, I told my friend, she was like, why really, Mike, you're going to go get this green fried chicken? I'm like, yes, I can't make it at home. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like they put this weird, they have it in this weird batter and then this weird sauce and then they fry it. And then they put like some weird seasonings on it. I don't know. They're not going to tell me how the fuck they make it. That's I mean, I have secret. a deep fryer, but it's I why can't. they have a business. <laughs> Thank you. That's why I don't, if I had a Korean fried chicken business, then I would never, I wouldn't have to be, I wouldn't be frying chicken right now. I wouldn't be doing anything else. <laughs> so, and I remember when I was downtown, there was no one downtown. Yeah. Like on Young Street, Young and Dundas. It was Young is, that That's out. packed. Yeah. That, I was like, oh, this is for real now. Cause there was no, there was like maybe 10 or 12 people on the on the street that day. And wow. this was like end of March. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? It slowly, it was so, yeah. like, it, it was, it happened. It, it feels like so fast yet so slow. Mm -hmm. gradual. I can't even describe it. It, it yeah. at one point I think, wow, that was fast. And another point I think, I think, wow, like things are, I mean, we're reopening pretty gradually now too, right? So um, yeah, it's, well, it's, it's a slow it's process. Friday, sure. June 12th now, just to give the audience a, a little perspective yeah. on time, quarantine 
at least in Toronto, Canada, started in uh, March, right? Like about around, I think March. It was like March, mid March, March eighteenth. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I was laid off my job in March. 18th. That was what I was. I'm laid so off sorry. For. It started. For, it started for me March eighteenth. That's when it started for me. But it's okay. I mean, I. Under, I'm mixed. I have mixed feelings about it. Like I understand there's like the protesters who are protesting, saying, "I want to. I'm sick of the quarantine. We're living in this tyrannous government, and I need a haircut." And all these these dumb motherfuckers doing that. I don't. That's stupid to me. But <laughs> I understand their sentiment, but I also understand like the need for everyone to be safe, right? So yeah. As much as I understand, like I understand both sides of the argument with this. So yeah. I'm not one way or the other. I'm kind of both. But yeah, like I mean. Because honestly, me and my coworker, we were going to work from like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And we were like kind of freaked out because everything with us are, was closing. Like all of our referral, like we refer clients to like different counseling services and different mm-hmm. training programs. And all of them were just saying us emails, due to COVID, we're closed. And I'm yeah. like, shit. And Events and partnerships. Yeah. All canceling. All those were, yep. all, everything was just canceling one by one by one. And I, I ended up just finally emailing my boss and said, hey, um. Um, what do we do? <laughs> Cause I don't know what to do. Like we have clients that are like, that can't do anything. Like I had one client who had a training program lined up that he was yeah. signed up for. Everything was good. And then COVID happened and then can't do anything. He's just waiting at home, hoping that something opens up so he can do something. That's unfortunate. It's a huge pause. Yeah. Like the way it's affecting, um, people's yeah. job prospects and it's interesting you're, you're speaking it in a very meta level because you know you're you're an employment coach right and you're like well yeah i'm helping people their know, prospects right? got affected and hey i got laid off as well so it's i know so i'm in the i'm the same boat i mean it was honestly i kind of jinxed myself a little bit because i remember um things were a little bit kind of slow and again i'm looking to go back to school so mm-hmm. i actually was i guess i can announce it here i am gonna i have officially been accepted to york university for their social work pro- so for their sociology program congratulations so that. oh that's I know, amazing i didn't tell, this, before. I didn't tell <laughs> this prior to us recording but i figured i'd just announce it now because as of yesterday i'm officially accepted so okay. i'm excited about that so um so i was kind of in school mode anyway so when the, yeah. um things kind of happened i was like i mean i would like to be working obviously now you know making mm-hmm. a little bit extra money saving and stuff but at the same time I'm a homebody anyway, so it doesn't really bother me too much. Anyway. Oh my gosh, same. So like, eh. Oh my goodness, eh. Michael, <laughs> same. I did not realize how much of a homebody I was until the quarantine happened. Um, so luckily for me, um, I was I was I was still able to keep my job, um, uh, and so so it was a transition. So everything is now work from home. So I'm. It's actually a. I, Personally, I, the work is more, uh, I, I'm so organized. Mm-hmm. I would actually have my schedule and everything prepared. Like in January, I was prepared till December. That's how organized I well, am. San, yeah, Sana's a very, or, <laughs> Sana's a very detailed or an organized person for those of you who don't know. She's probably one of the most organized people I've ever met in my life, which is a good thing. Cause oh, I am- Thank you, what an I'm, honor. <laughs> I am not, or, I, I kind of try to be organized from her. I try to learn that from her because that's one thing I try to take from you when we left out because I was shitty at fucking organizing stuff like hey, so whatever meetings works. <laughs> it's yeah. whatever works with you right everyone has their style um, no but I would be forgetting fucking meetings like clients would come in like oh we had a meeting I'm like really work but now I'm, <laughs> I'm good at it now like now if I put it in I'm, my calendar I tell like I'm better at it now but, I'm but, happy but pre, but pre-meeting sauna I sucked ass at that shit I was very bad at it I was a very bad counselor I'm glad I could, I'm glad I could influence you in a, in a positive way. I know, because I realized, 
because I realized I'm like, hey, if I'm going to get into these like salary jobs, I kind of need to be a little bit organized. I can't just <laughs> kind of all go off the cuff and just kind of just do whatever the fuck. Like, hey, just come on wherever the fuck, client. No, I can't do that. Yeah, you, <laughs> that you're, doesn't really work. You're re- you're referencing like a different concept of time, right? In the east and, and <laughs> where time is just you know, hey, come on by, and you just come on by, and and I don't I don't know how that functions, but but here in the west, at least, it didn't work. It was not for, working was for us. Time mess. is very, um, you know, we, we no, compartmentalize it, and we yes. like our appointments. And if someone shows up late, we're, we'll get upset at them. And 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 you know what? Yeah. I grew up in that culture too. Where I mean, I grew up in a culture where time wasn't. Uh, it was very different. Like, um, right, we didn't have appointments and so forth. So even socially speaking, so it took me some time to mm-hmm. understand that even at a social context, people value time the same way that they do professionally here, uh, which wow. was, you know, which was a big, big shock to me. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I think that organization uh, is, that skill is a, a little more valued here than any, any, anywhere, like in the East, maybe not. Yeah, I would, I would agree. Like even like in, when I lived in Guyana for three years, everything kind of moved at a snail's like pace and people weren't really organized. <laughs> they just yeah. kind of did shit whenever they, Whenever I feel like doing it, I'll do it. Like, I, yeah, I need to fix this roof, but eh, it rains. Just put a bucket, you're good. You know, that's kind of how their approach was, which is not a good approach at all. So it, it's, I kind I of inherited not, that slightly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's not a good. It's, it time, it works for right? Guyana. It yeah, doesn't it work for, in North America. Yeah, yeah. Guyana is fine because everything kind of everyone kind of is like that, so it's fine. But yeah. then if you go there and then you live here, it's completely different. You got to kind of move and get you going, type of thing. There's something to do. There's also Pakistani standard time, which is like, I've been to a few Pakistani weddings and they'll say uh, like 7 p.m. reception and it'll actually be okay. like 9 p.m. And I remember just... Oh, so it's like I, black people time, basically. <laughs> my blood was the same way. boiling and I'm just going, well, why aren't we starting yet? <laughs> I had these plans that I canceled to be here and, and I wanted to be out of here. Oh, no. Um, but I got so used you have to, to wait like two hours to eat? Yeah. You have to wait two hours for... Oh my because God, you can't no, eat no, until no, the no. party arrives, until no. the bride and groom arrive. Of course. Because so. you'd be an asshole if you did that. So you can't, you, you can't, you have to wait. You can't yeah. have like cr- crackers and shit in your purse. You gotta like. I mean, no, that would be the wise thing to take crackers to your purse if you're going to a South Asian wedding. So here, here's an adv- advice for everyone if you're. Okay, thank you. you know, I need this advice. Just pack, in case, some, you know? pack some snacks, get one of those fashionable backpacks and just, you know, look after like, your own blood sugar levels. <laughs> oh, Matai, you know Matai? Of course. Well, <laughs> all right. I think our Matai's are different because yeah. actually my, my mom and my sister came in February and okay. we went to this, this Caribbean restaurant and my mom was like, she wanted, I don't know, she was craving Matai because she lives in Nashville. They don't have Matai there. Yeah. So um, there is uh, one place in Pickering that has like, I guess the hard Matai, but I know you gave me some Matai back in the day that was like soft. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yes. That's your so our matai is a lot harder. It's the same type, but it's just a lot harder to. What does it mean? I like of? both. I love matai. I don't even know. I don't even know what matai is made of. You, I was gonna ask you if you knew what matai was. <laughs> no, made I was. Of. I was curious. <laughs> okay. Well, well, matai. Okay, so matai is this a uh, a South Asian delicacy sweet. Explain, yeah. But it's it's obviously it's not just limited to South Asia. It's it's every it's no. everywhere. Um, where there's influence of these cultures. And it's basically these tiny sweets that are made out of primarily milk and sugar. So yes. milk and sugar, and you do whatever you want with it. Some of them are flaky. Some of them are, are very uh, crumbly. Um, 
and yes. uh, others are kind of fried, like in, in uh, sugar oil. Uh, I gulab think jamun the ones is... that I eat are fried. I feel like yeah. they're fried or baked, maybe. There's a I lot of fried ones. They're, they're hard. Because they're, they're, they're crunchy. The ones that I used to grew, like, grew up on were the crunchy, hard ones. So I don't know if those are fried or baked necessarily. Now I'm going to have to look up. Uh, so these are Guyanese Matai? Yes. Yes. I'm gonna have to look yes. those up now. Okay, I'm very curious. But the only place that I know of that sells it apparently is in fucking Pickering. Unless there's another <laughs> well, place that, that, I'm not that makes sense. Of. I mean, our our yeah. suburbs are, have some of the best restaurants, uh, ethnic restaurants. I think there's a whole article That's on true. that in terms of like in Scarborough and and uh, far you know far east, not far east from mm. for me. ZZM, anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> living well, in down, downtown you're like everything is far uh because when i say far I know, east, she I lives far of, like, from me yeah. maritimes but not not scarborough um <laughs> well, on the far east corners of scarborough we have some of the best matai and south asian shops we do um this is true like i would say scarborough has some of the best west indian ethnic like in terms of restaurants and stuff scarborough oh yeah has the best some of the haka stuff is amazing scarborough oh has yes yes yeah um, Everything else about Scarborough is not the greatest. Sorry for people listening in Scarborough. I grew but up in Scarborough. Hey, I... <laughs> me too. Yeah, <laughs> I did too. But it wasn't. I'm not a particular fan. But your food is outstanding. Food yeah, is outstanding. shout Glad out. To you have to hang out on that. Shout out. To shout out to Scarborough food. Yeah. Um, so how have you been handling the quarantine? Like, how have you been handling and coping and all that? Um. So yeah, I was saying that uh, I'm very organized and I found that I had to mm-hmm. reorganize all over again and relearn a lot of steps and processes. So um, although mm-hmm. I'm working from home, I do find my work has increased a fair bit. And really? um, yeah, yeah, because I mean, there's a, lot increased? Of, there's a lot of administrative component. Every, you know, we've moved online. So I basically mm-hmm. have to change the way I deliver the service now. And there is more stuff. Oh, right. And I can't print things. So now I have to save and make additional online files. And, and so it's, I feel like administrative-wise, it increased. I prim- so I mm. basically, my role is more and more like a facilitator, a teacher. So uh, that was liberating for me because I didn't have to be sitting on a chair, right, on a desk. <laughs> I loved that. And I have carpal tunnel syndrome. So it's very uh. it's challenging for me. Um, I actually spent about $400 uh, ordering a, a specific mouse and keyboard set that's good for my wrists because mm. my wrists were really hurting. And I'm actually looking to get an ergonomical um, mouse myself, yeah? actually. Okay. Uh, one of my uh, co- colleagues, she had told me about it. And um, I, it's, well, because I have a big hand. So, um, but it's actually like one of those cool ones where you can kind of hold it up and you just, the, the tracking ball is like there. So I'm not moving oh, with my I thumb. That's yeah, yeah. one of those ones. So. Oh, I might, cool. I'm going to look to order that before I start school. Cause yeah, to your point, like when I'm click, I drive nuts. I can't, I can't a, deal with that. A great so I, need, I need a better mouse. I have a great site actually. It's, it's fits body F I T Z B O D Y. Um, okay. small business here, I think in, uh, Oakville and, uh, mm. yeah, great customer service. So I, I guess I'm giving them a shout out now too. Um, but I wanted to, in terms of answering the question, so how am I coping? So mm. I do feel like my, my sitting time has increased, right? My desk time is increased. Yeah. And that took me, it's, t- it's like a push and pull thing. It feels like a tug of war. I'll have weeks where I'm great with my exercise routine. I try to go for walks, half hour walks, uh, almost every day, or at least four times a week, four to five times. Okay. 
And these will be like 40, 45 minutes, half hour, like at least half an hour. And I have yoga mats uh, in my apartment just laid out. They're like this fancy carpet looking because everything needs to be aesthetically pleasing for me. (laughs) And so I do. (laughs) I feel like it's inviting, right? So I'll just go to, I'll do a stretch. I'll, I'll bend. It's very inviting and I'll lie on the ground. I think that hard surface is great for my back. And um, Mm. I was doing some exercises like 20 minutes, you know, like bridges, push-ups, sit-ups, some lower back exercises with a chair where you just kind of, you're holding the chair and you're bending down. So your body's almost like a 90 degree angle and you're, lo- you're stretching your oh, lower okay. back and then you squat right. and then you like get up. And I think you do a chaturanga like on the chair, but those things um, like lower back stretching, walking. Uh, I'm trying to be very um, disciplined with my food because it's easier to just go crazy. And yeah. <laughs> so, I did that last week. I, I, uh, I ordered Chick-fil-A. And then uh, the next day, order Popeyes and Krispy Kreme. <laughs> as well. like, and I what's sorry, Krispy Kreme? I was bad last week. Krispy Kreme donuts, the twelve oh, glaze. The, nice. The, that's all the other donuts. No one fucking cares about those. It's all about no. the glaze. Okay, I don't go. Yeah. I've had the other donuts. They're okay. They look cakey, glaze, right? So. A donut. It's a different texture. Cakey, yeah. So yeah. So the thing with Krispy Kreme for me, y'all, is I only go. I do Krispy Kreme like once a year, and that's it. Yeah. I try to make it a point. Like Cinnabon, I do twice a year. Wait, is this a momentous that, occasion I, that you serve reserve Krispy Kreme for? No, it's not that. I just, if I'm really craving it, yeah. but because Krispy Kreme is not the greatest for you uh, for obvious reasons, <laughs> I decided, okay, Michael, I cannot eat Krispy Kreme like once a month or whatever. I said, I'm going to limit to once a month. Now, yeah. cin- or once a year. And then Cinnabon, I said twice a year. So okay. I had Cinnabon once already this year. So I. I'm banking. I'm waiting till the end of the year, and I'm gonna uh, go to Cinnabon if it opens up. I don't even know if it's even open yet. So yeah. Oh, but no, yeah. I agree with the food piece. I mean, the food piece, I've been good. I've been cooking a little bit more. I would fi- find. Because um, you have more time. But I do have like, yeah, I have more time. But then I've, you know, I ordered pizza yesterday. I had Domino's yesterday. But for the most part, I've been good with cooking. I think I've been cooking a lot more this time around, which has been good. It's yeah. been very good. Because normally when I was working, I was buying pizza at least twice or three times a week. So. Oh. You know, it's funny. I, yeah. I thought like, at least I'm having a bad ordering out, ordering in week. <laughs> I've kind of gone crazy. But what, order, but what are you ordering though? Like, what are you eating though, usually? Um, if I order in, I order Thai. Um, generally okay. speaking, I, yeah, I love Thai or sushi. Or if I'm really feeling, I don't know. I think I had one of those days where it was 1030 and, and I was stressed and and I'm thinking, I need something now. And, you know, you order a junior chicken. <laughs> and, like, two junior chickens later, you're like, what am I doing with my life? I can't eat. I can't, I'm, I'm a vegan and I'm, I'm, I'm celiac. Like, why did I do this? So, um, But the junior chicken is, but in fairness, junior chickens are good, though. I, 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 if you're going to splurge, I would say a junior chicken is a good thing to splurge on. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's That's very, my opinion. Could be wrong. Yeah, no, it's cost effective. It's very uh, handy, right? Like, for people like I, I have so many food sensitivities and allergies, and mm. I mean, I have a celiac disease, which I only recently started to. I love food. I love bread. I have this like addiction to bread, and I think sugar that I'm like gradually cutting out of my life. So it's been a transition for me. Mm. To, adapt to like a completely gluten-free lifestyle and i i think i am are now. you thinking of doing like 
Right. Are you thinking of doing like keto or you're just going to just cut out, just go uh, full on, just cut I out think bread I'm, and stuff? I'm border, I'm borderline <laughs> keto. Um, that's, that's what oh, okay. my, and it's not by choice. It's just, it's by circumstance. <laughs> like my health is, does yeah. not no, cooperate with it. And, and as a, as someone who is primarily vegetarian and vegan, it's even harder now to go keto because I don't eat dairy. I don't eat a lot of meat. I don't like meat. I just don't, I never found it appealing. And uh, it's really, really hard. So food has been a very challenging thing in my life. And, but I think I'm getting better. I'm, I'm speaking of organizing. I'm, I have like an organ, a weekly chart and I kind of based on my, the f- ingredients I have in the fridge, I, I meal plan. So I, I basically, oh, okay. and then I plan for takeout. So I'll say, okay, Friday's takeout day. So I'll celebrate that. And usually nice. I'll have breakfast, lunch, dinner options for like each of the days of the week. Um, and I know I don't have to be so strict and stringent about it. I can just look at the options I mm-hmm. have and then switch. Right. right. So um, that's helping. Um, that's that's really, yeah. That's really helping. So like exercising, uh, eating well, um, mm. sleeping, I've been getting a lot of sleep and I'm a kind of person that nice. needs nine hours of sleep. Like that's me. That's mm. just who I am. I've always been that's this good. way and I'm embracing it. So I feel like I am getting more sleep because I don't have to wake up early to commute. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I think I, I'm having a better handle, uh, so getting a better handle on sleeping, eating, and moving my body has allowed me to cope with the increased workload that quarantine has uh, put uh, on me. Again, I'm very, right. very grateful. I'm grateful that I have a job. So I'm not complaining. I'm just stating a fact. Yeah, of course. That's all. Like an that is just your, well, no, of course. That's fair. And, no, uh, like for me, I guess. Um, no, yeah, no, go no, ahead. No, no, no. I, I think I, these are some key things I wanted to cover first. But like, how about you? Like, yeah, for sure. With regards to you know eat sleep and exercise, um, so for those so I have a disclaimer. So I actually have sleep apnea. I was diagnosed with this four years ago, but then it was official last year. So I have a sleep mask that I use. I look like Bane from The Dark Knight Rise. Um, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I remember you telling me about like the that. sleep apnea part. I have the full yeah. on yeah. I have the full on mask now because remember like I got diagnosed with it like in 2016 when me and Sano were working together, but then. I didn't actually get the sleep mask because I couldn't afford it. And my, I think the insurance didn't cover most of it. So mm-hmm. I'd have to pay like $400, which I did not have at the time. Mm-hmm. So, but then luckily I got a, a new insurance. So I basically got it for free, which is the best nice. price of all. So um, I'm happy you so were able to finally get that. Time. Yeah, I need, I, I, it was, it was one of those things where like my doctor said, yeah, Mike, you need to get the sleep mask. And uh, my last sleep appointment last year was such a nightmare that I said, okay, I need to get this because my sleep was just so erratic. Yeah. And it took three weeks to get used to it last year. But then after I got used to it, now I, I love it. I, I can't, I usually can't sleep without it now. So that's been yeah. helping. But my sleep has been erratic, to be honest. Hmm. Um, I had stretches where I was sleeping really good when it started. And then for some reason, like a few weeks ago, my sleep kind of sucked. But now my sleep is better now. I'm getting at least seven hours, which is usually the, I was getting six and a half when I was working, now I'm at seven hours. Well, what's your norm? So, so for me is nine. Like what, what's the minimum that you need to, to have a good day? I would mean? say one that's ideal for at you. least, no, at least um, six and a half is usually, if I get six and a half hours of sleep, usually, because before the sleep machine, I was getting maybe four, four and a half, maybe what? five. How are you? Yeah, maybe five. 
I was not. I was losing my shit. So now that I'm actually like, because I noticed the difference. Like when I was before the sleep machine, I'd wake up and I'd be groggy. I have to literally take like 45 minutes just to wake the fuck up after I woke up. I have to wake up again. It's almost like waking up twice. But now like when I sleep, I wake up, I feel way more refreshed. But it's only if I get like a full thing of sleep. So I make sure like I turn off my phone and all that so I don't hear any buzzing and all that other shit. So no distractions and I just, I sleep in the dark. So that helps <laughs> get like a little a, mask and then I have my fucking, mask? yeah, yeah. Bane mask. <laughs> I do. I'm, and actually, actually I lost, I can't find it. So I'm going to be buying a new mask today. So that's I'm going out after this and getting a new an, fucking eye mask. Eye mask. So yeah, I, I, I was thinking and, about an eye uh, mask too. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. So like, yeah. okay. With yeah, so I've been doing this. Yeah. This one thing. So yeah. you said it was, it's been erratic. Um, I mean, Mm-hmm. I hear through two things, you know, you say you got the machine, it's been helping you, but then it's been erratic. So what is that? What's that related to? Would that I, be stress? I mean, okay. So I think the erratic was probably the stress because of school. To be honest, oh, I, see. I had applied to school in October. Right. So, and then I, I had finished my application and, and submitted everything in January. Right. So I have been on pins and needles people <laughs> since fucking January 5th to now it's up till yesterday to find out actually, I guess I could share this story. So actually on Wednesday, because we're today's Friday. So Wednesday, I had applied to, initially I applied to social work at mm-hmm. York. I didn't get into that program because they had sent me a thing saying that you didn't get accepted because the program's too full. Right. So I was, I felt a little bit dejected. I was very sad. And then yesterday I randomly checked my email and then I found out I was acceptance of the sociology program. So, but before that, I had just been, I've been thinking about it so much. I was trying not to think about it. I was trying to stress out, but it was, it was just a natural human thing. Like yeah. I really wanted this. So I think of that course. was weighing on me. I wasn't like, oddly enough, like work wasn't really stressing me out. Like, I mean, I applied for the C, was it the CERB benefit yeah. thing? So I applied for that, the CERB, which calling EI was a train wreck because I swear to God, I was on hold. So EI is employment insurance. Yeah. For those. Yeah. Three hours when it first started. Cause, everyone was on the phones it was a nightmare yeah. um but then Tell i finally got I... through got that everything i'm sorry no no go ahead sorry no i that was like a train wreck to get through with them so that once i got through that i was fine so i wasn't really like stressed about really anything except school i was just like i really want to get into school that was it. <laughs> and now that you have really now you're mindset. accepted so now i have so now i'm gonna, I'm gonna go get wine afterwards because i'm gonna celebrate because yeah of course it's your celebratory drink it's my celebratory drink because my, like, my friend and <laughs> I'm mean, well, I'm gonna toast the bottle to myself. <laughs> I toast the bottle to Michael. And cheers so, to that. <laughs> um, yeah, cheers to that. So yeah, like honestly, for me, like I've been working out similar to you. Um, mm-hmm. I was doing like this push-up challenge for about three days. It was a night. It was it was driving me nuts for a month. <laughs> so basically, from like the last week of March until the end of April, I was wow. doing push-ups every day. How many can you do? What was the max? Um, 25 straight. Okay. And I have a push, I had this like machine that I was using too, which is even harder because you're really isolating your chest. Yeah. So my chest felt like someone like, I don't know, took a hammer and just fucking just hammered my fucking chest. It was <laughs> brutal, but it was worth it. I finished it. So then yeah. I, I wanted to work out again, but then I, I kind of had, had a little bit of a setback. I wasn't feeling the great. So I took a little bit of a break. Yeah. So then I kind of just chilled. And then, like, honestly, April was really, like, a chill month. I kind of didn't really do much. Um, and then my boss had contacted me and my coworker wanted us to kind of contact our clients, see how they're doing. So I've been doing that. So yeah. it's kind of good to kind of get back in the swing of that work piece. And then 
I've been doing going to the protest. I'm actually going to be going to the protest on uh, tomorrow in okay. Hamilton. To, and I'm actually going to be speaking to the okay. crowd, doing a little speech. So I'll be doing nice. that as well. So uh, what's things have been, yeah, I've been, a bit, sorry, what, what were you going to say? What's, which one is Ham- Hamilton? What's the title? Like what's the. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's going to be at a park in Hamilton. I'm not familiar with Hamilton, so I okay. apologize. No, I think fine. it's called a. Dunham Park or something like that. I don't know. Okay. But um, yeah, I was asked. I I had reached out to the pro the organizers of the protesters, and they had said, "Hey, does anyone want to speak?" I said, "Hey, if you want me to speak, I'd love to speak." So they said, "Hey, sure." And then I talked to one of the organizers. I did a speech. I created it on Wednesday. So yeah, I'll be uh, doing that. So um, I'll try to send you the link to where this the protest is. So if you want to post it, if you want to maybe attend, if they could, or that'd be great. If they can't, no worries. Um, just something I wanted to do. So thing, yeah, I've been kind of. Things kind of went from, it was kind of like things stopped for me and then things kind of died. I kind of just was in show mode. I was watching a lot of movies. I'm going <laughs> yeah. you know, to probably watch the Marvel movies in order again. I, have Disney Plus now, which I watched all the, oh, Disney Plus. That's amazing. Disney Plus is fucking great. I love ah, Disney Plus. I don't have that. I mean, I, I watched all the Harry Potter movies for only the second time in my life. So it was really nice because I forgot so much. And I was pretty sad when it was over. I, I, I was so used to watching all these movies and <laughs> like every weekend I would watch and now them. you're not. Nope. Um, so yeah, the protest is in Dunham Park or D-U-N-D-U-R-N Park in Hamilton. It's at two o'clock. So if anyone okay. wanted to go, if you're hearing this or well, whenever, or, but there'll be more protests coming up. So anyone can attend at any time. So just FYI. Mm, all the best of that but no things have been great like honestly like for me and the thing is like i had a lot of people and this is the reason why i wanted to do the, the podcast with you because i had a lot of people that were struggling during this time yeah. you know i mean a lot of people were like when this hit they either they lost their job and i think for some people that didn't really bother them i think it was just the being at home all the time they yeah. weren't used to that right so i think a lot of them they because they're used to being extroverts and being out and mm-hmm. all that and now they're like you got to be confined to your homes and they it really affected a lot of my friends in a bad, and they put them in a bad space. So yeah. I think for me, I just kind of took it as, listen, this is just a bump in the road. This is going to end at some point. Yeah. And I just want to make sure that I come out of this better than I did before. And I would mm-hmm. like to think that I have. I'd like mm-hmm. to think so. How so? You know, mentally, I think I'm better. Mentally, I think, you know, I've been reading yeah. a lot more. I was reading, like I was reading, um, I'm reading George Orwell's 1984. Nice. Uh, kind of a slow book, but now it's actually picking up. So I'm now excited to read a little bit more of it. Classic. Um, yeah. you know, I've been working on my vlog. Um, now I started doing the podcast with you. Um, now doing other stuff. Uh, and then just, you know, doing other things that I want to work on. Like, um, you know, I, I like acting as well. So I kind of started doing like working on some screenplays and stuff and having some ideas to do that, which is something I would have never done if <laughs> I was working all the time, because by the time I come home, the last thing I want to see is my fucking, a fucking computer. Forget that <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. So no, I understand. So it just, it just kind of gave me the opportunity to do things that I wasn't doing prior. So I saw this as an opportunity to say, Hey, I want to work, start working on my movie and working on my vlogs and doing other things. Now I can do it. Now I have no excuse. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can work out now. I can't say, Oh, I'm so tired from working. No, I'm not, I'm not home. I have weights at home. I have, a, I have a yoga mat too. So it just gave me, it, 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 it now freed me to not have the excuse of, Oh, I'm too busy True. to not do these things. Cause That's I could it's... always go with that excuse. Right. And you're not the only one, right? A lot of people will say, oh, no, I'm too busy or uh, like work takes up such a large space in their life that it becomes like a 
scapegoat, right? It becomes like a, a security blanket. It was for me. You'll just use it to justify all the other things that you'd want to do, but now can't do because, hey, it's work. Work takes up most of my time. Um, and it I is really, a long day at work. Work was so stressful. And, you know, yeah. I think as Canadians, it's, it's really hard for us, though. I mean, to because our, our weather isn't, you know, we have winter for so no. long. For like two, two thirds of the year where it's winter, it's, it's cold. We only get yeah, a- summers a, for three months. Yeah, we, we get a tiny okay. sliver of summer, which now has like been I have said this. by like COVID, right? Yeah, like I have said this and people disagree with me. I said that after Caravan weekend, summer is over in Toronto, which people disagree with me on this. But I feel like <laughs> summer is now, summer, we're in summer now, but then once Caravan hits, and I mean, there's no Carabana this year, so I don't even know what the fuck it's there's gonna be like. No this Carabana, year. There's no There's no Pride Parade. All all the major Beer uh, Fest finally canceled. Have been canceled. Yep. Yeah. I know. Like this affected me because listen, I had, I had bought my ticket for Beer Fest. I actually have to email those fuckers because Beer Fest, I have a beef with them because they finally recently canceled. They recently mm. canceled like two weeks ago. I'm like, really? And they were trying to say, oh, we're gonna put safeguards in place. I'm like, you don't, you can't put safeguards in place at fucking beer fest with drunk people all day. <laughs> like, I've been to beer fest early and people are drunk within an hour. Like, you're already falling over themselves in an hour. You cannot put no social distancing in place with drunk people. That is not going to fly. You know, you mentioned, so, yeah, no, go ahead. So they finally canceled. Finally. So yeah. I'm going to get my money back for that. The NBA, like I told you, and like I said in the first pod that we did, yeah. I stopped the email StubHub about my damn, if I'm going to get a refund, because the games are in Orlando. I'm not going to Orlando. Yeah. So where does that leave me? Who I, came, I couldn't even see Vince Carter's last game, man. Fucking terrible. I was very bummed about that. That's so sad. That's like, yeah. I was so sad. I had my Vince jersey. I bought like <laughs> an old school throwback Vince jersey. And then I was like, my friend was like, which game do you want to go to, Milwaukee or Atlanta? And she was like, oh, well, it's Vince Carter's last game. I'm like, well, shit, let's go to Atlanta. So I was hyped. I was excited. It was Good Friday. I was so excited. Oh, I remember you telling me this actually earlier on. I was so I'm fucking so sad. Sorry. I was like, no. <laughs> but it's okay. Maybe I'll meet Vince Carter one day and he'll sign my jersey. You never know. You Maybe never our, know, Mike. Listen, if our podcast blows up and Vince Carter hears this, Vince, I have a throwback jersey of yours. I would love for you to sign it. I forgive you for all the shit you did in Toronto. That, like, water on the bridge. If you can <laughs> sign my jersey, I'll be happy. Seriously. And then, like, my trip to Belgium, I have to delay that to next year. So I'm moving, I'm moving that to next year, August. So, so I called uh-huh. Expedia. So they said, yeah, next year, you can do it next year. So I said, that's fine. So, it yeah, so this is affecting be- me a lot, man yeah yeah jeez it's it's like on on all fronts right it's all fronts for me man i lose i know (laughs) we talked about work i was actually cool with it eating and but yeah honestly like i said all this stuff happened and i was just like yeah my social life took it because i was going out a lot like i went to concerts and did all this yeah i was going out and stuff on dates and stuff and then all that stopped because dating i mean i'm not gonna go meet up with someone drink covid really like (laughs) be careful you know what i'm saying it's just you think about it, you want to, but then like a lot of my friends who are girls are telling me how like dudes are like messaging them like saying, hey, the world's going to end. You want to hang out tonight? And they're like, nah, bro, I'm good. Like, no, <laughs> I'm like, okay. hey, it's dude, not that? really ending. Um, but you never know, babe. Like, you know, do you really want to, you know, the apocalypse to hit and we don't, you don't no. have sex? Like, come on. Just, no, I'm good, bro. <laughs> but they don't, these dudes are just out there. They are trying to get 
as much <laughs> sex as they can because they don't know, you know. You know, like, some people will never change. Some people will just never no. change. No matter what circumstance no. comes in. I think what one friend said to me, a dude who just messaged her straight and said, hey, babe, you know, the world's going to end. You want me to come by tonight? And she was like, nah, bro. This is like the first message. She didn't even say, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> That's the like, opener really? line. <laughs> They're just That's copying the and pasting the opener. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it takes. But hey, babe, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, Ford said we're in another corner. We're going to be quarantined for another little bit. I know you're lonely. You know, you want me to come over, bring some wine. I don't know. Netflix and chill or crave and cuddle. That's a big or, risk. Uh, like, one? are you, are you understanding? That that's a such risk. a huge risk. Like, hey guys, listen, you think horny dudes give a fuck? Horny dudes don't care. Horny dudes are trying not. to get it in, man. <laughs> I guess horny, when you're horny like that, you'll just take that risk. You're yeah. Just like, eh. So I get COVID and like, I can't breathe and shit. Eh. <laughs> it's worth it to get some vagina, Please. I guess. Oh I don't know. Goodness. For me, I'm like, Listen, I love sex. Sex is great, but I like breathing too, and I don't want to risk dying. Breathing is, I mean, <laughs> I like life. I like, like to I be love... alive. You know, I want to be alive. I, you know, and I'd like to also. I don't. I don't want the world to end because it's also like. Neither do I? It's like there's the people that there's don't take I want it. To do I can't? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'd rather talk about what you're talking about. <laughs> Just rather. No, I said, listen. There's shit, shit I want to do. I, I want to do shit. Like I can't. And as much as this, I love sex. I love hanging out with girls. But I'm not necessarily during when that shit was hitting. I'm like, eh, it's not. That's not me though. Yeah. Because gonna... and and then where are you going? You can't meet up anywhere. Everything's closed. We're gonna go to fucking Tim Hortons to get a fucking Timbit and a coffee or some shit. Like I, I think I was reading something and it it said that that one of the biggest risks is that it's uh, being indoors. You know, with with uh, uh-huh. with poor circulation, uh, with and obviously yes. a lot of us are asymptomatic, so you just don't know. And if you know, and if people are going outside and if you're congregating inside, you have more of an increased risk yeah. to catch whatever they have. I heard that. Yeah. I heard the same thing. I heard that actually. So, um, yeah, we're going back to, in terms of like how you're coping, right? We talked about, you know, sleeping, eating, exercising, how it's impacting us socially because you had all these venues booked, all this, you know, your, your game, your trip, (laughs) your, there's so much like beer fest. All over. Everything is withered and died. Nada. It's It's like someone took like a, it's like someone took a sledgehammer to my balls. When all that happened. That's that, how I felt. That's painful. Like, so, are you like, sure you want to compare it to that? Like that. That sounds really yes, excruciatingly painful. Because when I re- when everything closed, I didn't really realize. I'm like, fuck my Belgium trip. I'm like, fuck the Raptors game. Because literally, <laughs> when they when they closed everything, I was supposed to go to Raptors game on the 20th of March, and they closed everything like that week. I was like, fuck man. So I can't even go see like I think it was Denver, and Denver's like a good team. So I was like, fuck man, I can't even see that game. And then beer fest. I mean, beer fest. I wasn't really like that mad about because. There's a lot of drunk people there, and I'm like, even if let's say this shit kind of died down, I would have still been a little bit hesitant to go to beer fest. <laughs> so that's a little so, bit fair, you know what I mean? Beer fest. So no, um, I, I but know, yeah, I don't, so I mean, beer fest is great. I don't like it's okay. hearing you. Okay, so you're talking about uh, you said before I'm a homebody, right? And now you're, you're telling me about all these plans you had. I think I'm I, like a, I was a split. I yeah. was split between introvert and extrovert. So, so am I, time, by the I way. Like, oh my God. Yeah, so I wasn't like, as much as I like going out and being social and shit, I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm going to be home so long. Like, I feel like I'm in prison. I'm <laughs> I wasn't in prison. I could still take fucking walks. There wasn't, like, there wasn't an ankle monitor on my leg. Yeah. Okay. 
it wasn't like 23 hour lockdown and shit where I can just yeah. like go outside for one hour break. Like it wasn't, you know, so for me, yeah, it sucked. But then I was like, yeah, it's okay. It's all good. It's, uh, and that's good to hear. That's really, and that's one of the benefits yeah. of being, uh, I think, an ambivert. This is someone who is equally introverted. Oh, ambivert, that's what it's called. Um, so you had all called, these. So. Yeah, no worries. I mean, you can say whatever you want, intro, extra, like in between. That's, yeah. um, but that's one of the benefits of being an ambivert is that you're a bit adaptable uh-huh. to whatever the situation throws at you. Um, I'm actually, yeah. I'm an ambivert, but I'm leaning more towards being an introvert now. I think later in my life yeah. and, and just hearing, hearing how it's affected you, Mike, I'm thinking, you know what? I had nothing. <laughs> I had nothing planned. I had absolutely nothing. And I'm just like, sweet. Like my reaction is just like, play it smart. <laughs> I was playing because a lot of my shit I planned like earlier in the year or last year. Like yeah. my trip, my my Belgium trip, I booked I booked in December. The Raptors games I booked like in February. Yeah, and then um, Beer Fest was February as well. So everything I'm like, oh man, this year's gonna be so lit. We're gonna be doing all this fun shit, and then nothing. <laughs> Boom, nothing. Like, yeah, and and Boom. I was just I was sledgehammers wild. in the balls. That's it. <laughs> A very, very painful image, Mike. <laughs> I'm just that's that's a, that's the only way people can really understand how painful, emo, like somewhat painfully emotionally, I felt. You it, know, it, it hurt, man. And I mean, I, I am joking, but it's like that that pain of. Um, I was reading somewhere. There's nothing. Um, what one of the worst? Uh, okay, how do I rephrase? It's not one of the worst, but the 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 mm-hmm. being excluded, being isolated does so much damage to us uh to our mental health yeah and it, it is mm-hmm. a very painful thing to go through and this this can happen yeah. not necessarily during covid but now we're all forced to you know to be in this yeah. way. And if you're living with people you're lucky you have someone to converse but with exactly uh, go out to walks with like like uh, but if you're not then it's a whole new ball game right it's uh right. I compare it to like old, this is old Jay-Z line in this lyric he said, he said, lock my body can't trap my mind. So that always stuck with me because yeah, I'm inside physically, but I didn't want to be like mentally like locked down to where I wasn't trying to stimulate myself mentally. Right. You know, because I felt like if mentally I kind of just took a dive and like, because I'm already inside, but then if I said, I'm just going to veg out and watch Netflix all day for like a month, I'd yeah. probably be losing my, I probably could not be having this conversation with you coherently because i would be talking about like tiger king and some stupid shit <laughs> like the whole fucking well, block so it's it's well you you touched <clears throat> up on a great point it, it's about it's that with that lyric too that you shared it's you know creativity mm. right how do we yes ourselves um ex- not just like externally but for from for it to come from within and yes exactly care yeah. like i think the things that I, that i wanted to go over were this holistic uh, picture, mm-hmm. right? That we're all, right. and this is also part of the foundation of my website that, you know, we're all multifaceted individuals. We all have many sides and it's okay to embrace all of those sides. You know, you don't just have right. to be about recipes and have all your life devoted to recipes. We are, we're human, right. right? We're like, we're all, yes. all kinds of creative and there's nothing wrong with, with 
finding inspiration from within and pursuing those creative paths and something that you and I are doing are pursuing our creative paths, right? Creative pursuits. So exactly. like dabbling Absolutely. into your screenplays, you know, you're doing podcasts with me. You're, you're actually, uh, activism is a big part of your life too. So you're, you're attending, which is, people, which right? is by accident, which was not planned in any way, but True. nonetheless, I'm, I'm still rolling with it because to me, it's something that's important to me and it's become important to me. So now I become an activist. So yeah. I'm a podcaster, social was it a social worker i guess technically um influencer my sister wants to call me an influencer which i'm not i don't want to call myself an influencer because i don't even know what that even fucking means we can discuss that that later (laughs) that'll be another podcast topic um it's it's, uh you know it is important to uh, leave, lead a well-balanced life. And this is something that I, I believe many of us are just coming to terms with when we're left at our own devices, when we're stripped away yeah. of all the plans and external plans that were created for us, right? Once you're forced in the situation, yeah. now you have a choice, you know, as you put it, right? Michael, you said I could just sit home and watch Netflix all day and, you know, binge watch yeah. Tiger King or... Uh, is that what it is, Tiger King? I, I haven't. A shit, a <laughs> shitty, it's a fucking terrible documentary. I like, haven't watched it. it was, I... well, okay. I mean, most people who are probably listening to this podcast probably watch that shit. It's a well put together documentary, but it's like weird as fuck. It's a weird yeah. documentary. Weird so, is if you're not into weird right? shit, yeah. Well, if you're in animal, if you're not in animal cruelty, I would say don't watch it. Or if you don't mind weird, then watch it, I would say. But it, I'm not, because everyone's like, oh my God, Michael, you have to watch Tiger King. And it was just one of those things where every fucking person within the span of two days is <laughs> watching Tiger King and they kept telling me to watch it. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going I'm to devote a weekend to this bullshit. And I, I can't take those seven hours back. I really, I really wish I could. Hey, to each Being their own. The, if someone listen, explained- the Last Chance documentary was amazing. The Jordan documentary was way more, was much better than that shit somebody i haven't seen that that's on my list that's on my list of the the last chance but somebody explained to me uh and gave me an excerpt of tiger king and it sounded it sounded hilarious and um it is funny yeah i'm definitely into weird things uh weird watching weird intrigues me i like i don't even know what's weird right it's relative to like what's normal who knows nobody knows yeah there's no such thing yeah. That's what, like, I, I, when people say that, like, when I'm, like, for example, talking with some girls on dating apps, like, I'm just looking for a normal guy. I'm like, well, I'm crazy as fuck, so I'm not just going to work. And <laughs> I told them that. See you. Have a Bye. Life. They block my ass quick. They're like, no. What do you mean <laughs> crazy? And I said, like, there's no. You're normal. <laughs> but I'm glad that you mentioned that because everyone talks about normal. Like, normal, to your point, is relative. Like, even dating. Like, well, we'll talk about dating all the time. But dating is like, you know, you have to find the crazy that works for you. Everyone crazy yeah. and has their little weird little quirks and things and yeah. you know like i have mine i'm sure you have yours other people have yeah. theirs so it's a matter of finding like but there's certain crazy that i cannot handle or manage yeah 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 so and knowing that that's kind of what works for me so i think that's the key but to your point as well about finding a way like within and trying to figure out a way to kind of make this situation maximize it to the best of your ability because again you have an opportunity now where the world has literally stopped yes it's as a somebody's given press the pause button Literally, a pause button for like what two and a half months, three months, yeah. for you to now figure out what to do to make your life a better, make you yourself a better person. So, are yeah. you going to take this opportunity to do that, or are you just going to sit at home and bitch and complain about it? True. And that's between you and you. Everyone has to do what works for them on that. But I, for me, I just chose the latter. When they, when the quarantine hit and everything was closing down, I just said, "Listen, I'm going to try to do the very best I can to make the best out of the situation as best I can do." And 
for the most part I did because everyone's like, how are you doing? How are you coping? Oh my God, you're laid off, Michael. Are you okay? I'm so sorry. Like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm fine. Because again, <laughs> to your point, I'm grateful that, listen, I have money. I had money. I already had money saved prior to yeah. So that's where the organization came in because I was saving my money, being smart. Excellent. So when this happened, it wasn't like, yeah, thank you, Sana. Because Sana's very, you know, she's not frugal, but she's very good with her money compared to me. So whereas <laughs> I was, but I, I have been oh, buying shoot. shoes though. So that's my <laughs> one advice. My one advice is shoes. So if anything, I've been buying a lot of shoes during quarantine. So but, well, with, uh, with shopping, that's an interesting point you bring too. Uh, a lot of us, when you know, we can't do things, we can't go out, we can't even window shop, right? So we're browsing online. But here's the dangerous part: it's even yes. easier to spend money while you're window while you're virtual window shopping. So listen, I, I made a lot of shoes on Nike ID. I made a lot of shoes on Nike ID and actually ordered and made these shoes. So they actually, I physically have these shoes now. Whereas nice. before Nike ID would be something I would, it'd be like an app I just play on. It's like, a, like Nike ID, I see it as more of like a game you play. Like, oh, look at this shoe. I'm going to make this shoe in this color and this design. And then <laughs> yeah. now I said, you know what? Because literally one day I made like three shoes and I said, oh, I'm just going to chill. And then I was sleeping. I was like, you know what? I should make, I should just buy those shoes because they were cheap. They were not yeah. that crazy. They weren't crazy expensive. So I said, I'll buy them. So then I bought them. Now, knowing me, if this was pre-COVID or if we were, if I was working, I would have not made those shoes. I know that for a fact. But <laughs> at the same time, I got to show my creative side, and the shoes are dope. I, but then again, I'm not biased because I made the shoes, so obviously I'm gonna say they're dope. But you know, it, but <laughs> again, sure to your point, great. like if you're, I listen. I think they're the the best shoes ever made. But that's just my <laughs> opinion. And what the fuck do I know? So. Um, but yeah, so I think again, and to your point, it's so easy now to shop because everything is online. Like yeah. Amazon probably made like another ten billion dollars just through fucking. Not even, this man. Shit. Not even. It's. You don't think so? I think it's more than that. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I don't know. I was I... <laughs> you're right. No, you're probably right. They probably made a fuck ton of money. I I can't even quote. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. I, it's I crazy. Mean, I think it's okay, like, to not feel so guilty about uh, shopping a little. I mean, as long well, as I, feel, you... I don't feel any guilt, but no, your point. I yeah. agree. I agree with that. Yeah, like it's it's okay. We don't have to speak of it in in a way that it's oh, no, I shouldn't have been doing that, right? So it's okay to spend a little, but um, if that's what you need to do, right? If if you need to organize around the house and you're buying things, and some people are doing that, they're reorganizing their furniture, they're reorganizing, and that's I'm one of them. I'm just or, on this organizational binge. Yeah, of course. But which I always like, am, actually. It's a perpetual you, thing for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Sana is an organizer to a T. She's great <laughs> at that. But like, for example, like I bought a clicker for like a, you know, and I do PowerPoints and stuff, right? Yeah, so yeah. I have that. So I bought that off Amazon because I needed that, and then I bought my laptop because I needed a new laptop because my laptop basically died and I needed a new one so you know and then I bought a microphone to record other stuff on it so like nice. again like nice. as much as I did shop and buy and splurge but I did buy stuff that I needed as well so balance yeah so thanks to balance exactly you know? thanks there to that added to your life in a creative way as opposed to I'm just gonna you know it looks pretty on my desk and that's okay if maybe if that brings, <laughs> <laughs> but if that brings you a lot of joy and it helps you and you're spending a lot of time on your desk then maybe it's a good idea to have something that motivates you and, and you know inspires you yeah. who am I to say what whatever people I think everyone just has to do it works for them individually exactly. I think that's the most important thing if, yeah if and, you want to shop and buy a bunch of stuff off Amazon buy that shit if you don't yeah. then don't 
you know, but do what works for you individually. And that's kind of how I live my life anyway. So I do what works for me. I like shoes. I like hats. Sometimes I like fashion the odd times, but I also like, but I also like to be balanced as well. And like, I'm investing, I've been investing my money as well too during COVID as well, which is something I probably wouldn't have been doing or I would have probably thought about doing what I wouldn't have actually done. Yeah. So, you know, and I bought Nike stock. So I figured, shit, I've been buying all the stuff on Nike idea. I might buy some stock in this shit. (laughs) I invested in some Nike stock. So So balance. So that's the key. If people, if you're going to go and buy stuff off Nike ID, people buy some stock as well. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't, you know, make your money, make money. uh, If you're just spending it on a brand too. Um, That's something I will get to. I'll definitely get to that. I'm still in the midst of paying some debts and I think I'll be done at the, by October. So as soon as I'm done, I'm going to finally dabble a little in investments and we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Um, Hey, listen, yeah. if our pot, if this podcast blows up, which I think it's probably going to blow up because we're getting a lot of traction, um, <laughs> then, you know, who knows? We can parlay this and like getting like sponsors and shit, yo. And then we'll like plug like some weird toothpaste or some shit. Who knows? <laughs> Tooth- but hey, I, don't, I will turn down any sponsors. I don't have any sponsors. So as long as you're cool, got a cool product. Because like, man, like, for example, sometimes I watch ads on YouTube and these guys are like plugging like Manscaped products and shit. Hmm. So, hey, anyone, hey. Manscape, holler at me. I'll, 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 I'll plug your product if you want. Yeah, it's uh, it's. <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining all these things. I have a visual as you're speaking. Um, so I mean, to, <laughs> to, to recap, uh, you know, yeah. things in like quarantine has been it pretty tough. It's been yes. um it's affected us both in very different ways. And I think, um, especially particularly for you, Michael, um, as a black man and with the events that unfolded Mm -hmm. during quarantine has now, uh, but then for you, rather than being angry and upset, you're, you're, you're actually taking part in the activism. You're taking part in creatively expressing and starting the dialogue in the podcast you did. You know, that was primarily you. It was really like an interview, right? But I'm I'm happy that, you know, you're finding the balance. And I think that's key. That's a key theme that's been for us in this hour, right? Finding balance in our sleep, in our eating, in our exercising, but also what are we doing to creatively engage our senses, right? Are we relying on creativity from an external point of view or are we looking inwards mm-hmm. and allowing what we feel and and just going with that and whatever that may be it, it's different for everybody um for me it's mm-hmm. it's been completing my website um actually like getting you know getting it online it took me years to even uh, conceptualize it or or had the courage to even go live right and and now i'm, I'm yeah finding... i remember you had said like i remember <laughs> you had talked about this for years like this was sauna's baby for years so the yeah. fact that i'm proud of you just off the strength that you finally you know we talked about this when we were working together and this was like your baby and your dream and now you're actually doing it which is dope as fuck and i'm just glad i'm a part of this shit thank so. you so much thank you so much and i love that and i love sharing that i, mean that. I Thank you. Mm. It, it means a lot, Mike, uh, to have people like you around, to have, uh, to just kind of start a movement with your friends, to engage them in ways that, you know, we think about it, but why not? Um, for me, it was the acting Actually part, right? 
to actually do it. And yes. because I've had, I, I'm very blessed to be surrounded by some incredible individuals that all bring <laughs> such an yeah. interesting and deep perspective to the issues that they hold dear. And it, and right. I've had so many wonderful conversations. So I finally thought, and this was the, uh, why I wanted to do a podcast. Why don't bring that to the table here? Why don't keep that for myself? And it's a passion project. And now I've opened yeah. up Artisana to be something that I, others can share too. So if, if, uh, if it's things that fit in with the, with the theme of the website, which is really being multifaceted and, and I, 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 I approve and I like, and, and I recently just shared an article uh, on Buddhism and Buddhist concept with another friend nice. with whom I'll do a podcast this Sunday. So it's been really, um, really transformative for me in a lot of ways. And, um, yeah, I think you said too. You said the activism you didn't know until now, right? Um, no, I would. I mean, if you were to ask me, in all honesty, like prior to COVID, and let's say the George Floyd said ha stuff had happened, if you're saying Michael, you're gonna go do uh, do a speaking event and do podcasts, would I have done it? Probably not. I don't know if I necessarily would have. I don't know. Yeah. I'd have been so fixated on work and all that other stuff. I don't necessarily think that I would have probably. I don't know. Maybe I would have, but yeah. the likelihood is no. You know. So, but then seeing it and I just felt the need and I'm in a position where I have the time and I want to kind of contribute and do my part. Right. Cause I want to, yeah. cause actually I'm going to be doing a podcast with another gentleman um, next week, next Friday, me and him are going to do a podcast and actually going to do like a panel with a bunch of different people from different um, cultures and stuff. Me and him were talking about it last night. His name is nice. Stu Francis. So um, I'm going to get the plug. I guess I'm going to find out more information about his podcast, but we're going to be talking about race and how we can move the dialogue forward. And, yeah. um, and it's all about unity and equality and that's all. And he pitched it to me and I said, I'm down. So let me know when, and we're going to hopefully do it next Friday. So excellent. Yeah, just, I'm all over the place. My that tentacles sounds... are everywhere. I'm like, okay. I'm like, Doc sounds... Ock. Doc Ock. <laughs> I think we need to, we all need to channel the inner Doc Ock in us, right? Inner yeah, the inner Octavius. Well, you don't know, that's a Spider-Man <laughs> villain. One of the better Spider-Man villains. I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. So <laughs> I'm impartial to Spider-Man. I just always love Spider-Man. He's swaggy, but he's like awkward. Kind of like yeah, me. he's cool. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, you know, people always like Wolverine or Superman or Batman and shit. You know, there's or Black Panther. You know, there's this but, guy. Yeah, um, Spider -Man. <laughs> there's this guy in Toronto that would dress up as Spider-Man and just uh, walk around. And he, I did. I saw him. Right, he's really tall and and like limber, like Spider-Man. Like I don't know if he's tall. Like Spider-Man's supposed to be tall, but anyway, but he's like very lean and. Yeah. Like he he looks good. He looks like Spider Man in his costume. And I remember my actually one... I bumped. I saw that guy at uh, Young and Dundas. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I think <laughs> one day I was uh, I was actually very sad. I was at this brunch with friends, and I I was feeling very sad because it was like shortly after my divorce, mm. and and I had to excuse myself. Oh, okay. I had to leave. So I got out, and I'm walking down the street. I'm walking home, and Spider Man just walks past me. He's like, "Hey, how's it hanging?" <laughs> And he goes to me, hey there, how's it And it made me laugh so much. I just remembered it turned my day around. I was actually, I don't know, I just put a smile on my face and I, I could, I don't know, I just, yeah. comedy is, is beautiful. Well, Spider-Man can do that. Spider-Man's kind of yeah. cool. So. Thanks to that Spider-Man. Well, shout my, out to the Toronto Spider-Man. Shout out to Toronto Spider-Man. Although the Spider-Man story that I have is not. He ended up getting, almost getting into a fight with a guy. What? So that was no. Yeah, I to, I I I, I kind of stepped in and broke it up. So I didn't want them to fight because in the middle of Young and Dundas Square, it's like in front of the movie theater. Yeah, and I don't know if the guy was like, I know, I think one of the guys was taking a picture. Yeah, and this Spider Man was not too pleased. He was like, No, you got to pay me before you take a fucking picture, and it got really uh, intense. 
And oh, Spider-Man no. was about to fight one of the um, people. <laughs> oh, no. Was, That's so sad. And I was like, no, you can't fight right now. Like, you know, so this is like last year. I was like, Jesus Christ, Spider-Man. Come on, Peter Parker. You can't be fighting civilians. That's not who you are. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe this was a different Spider-Man. I don't know if this was the same Spider-Man because your Spider-Man, Spider-Man seems a lot more. Chill, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. My, our, the Spider-Man that I saw, he was fucking pissed. He was ready to he fight was, people. He was not so happy. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have maybe the there's Spider-Man multiple Spider Man. There's Spider Man around across the, across the city. This the multi universe. So yeah. maybe there's some different universes and shit, right? That's there true. That's true. The multiverse. I love that movie, by the way. I love I that. Have not, okay, I haven't I've not watched that movie yet. What? Movie. Everyone's I know, everyone's You're telling me to watch the movie. Spider Man fan. I Oh. Okay, I'm gonna watch it tonight because I have craves, so I'm gonna watch it tonight. I'm okay, watch please, it please watch it tonight. It's All so right. good. It's so good. Yes. Um, I wish we could talk about it right now, but I guess not. Um, Don't worry. We'll do a movie. Or we should do a movie. Like we should do a critique of a movie though, because I remember when we watched Civil War together. We watched yeah. Civil War. Me and you had like a like a full on two hour nerd conversation about the oh, yeah. movie. So yeah, that conversation I think was we, really we could good. Definitely... <laughs> It was, yeah. <laughs> but I have since changed my stance. I think that um, Spider-Man was right. I thought Iron Man was in the right. Interesting. Okay, yeah. okay. So I'm going to have to watch I, it again, and we're going to have to talk about it. Then. All right. Okay. So that will be, maybe that may be the next Pascal topic. So okay. I've, re- I've already watched Civil War, so you rewatch it, yeah. and then see if your stance has changed. Okay, okay. And, I will, and, and as a matter of fact, what I will do after if we do this vlog, I'm going to send you a video of our Insta, a dude who talked about why Captain America is trash. And you can let me know <laughs> if I was, if he was right or is he completely out to lunch. Okay, okay. I I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. That sounds really cool. Um, so bringing, bringing it back to the topic, we're just summarizing. Yeah. I think... Uh, we're, we're kind of hitting the hour mark, so we'll try to wrap it up now. Um, yeah, for sure. It's, uh, so, you know, as you so eloquently put it, Michael, channeling the inner Dr. Uh, Doc Ock in all of us and to yes. ensure that, you know, we all have multiple sides to us. So ensuring how are we feeding that creativity within us? What are we doing um, that, that that's a bit creative? Are we engaging? Are we mentally stimulating ourselves, intellectually stimulating yeah ourselves and um that can really help it does help with uh um, mood you know for me it helped with my depression um it helps Mm -hmm. extremely so other than the the regular you know sleeping eating exercise uh having people having support around you but here's the beautiful thing about being uh, creative is that you can pull in all kinds of uh, other categories right you can be creative with right. the way you exercise your hobbies your your social network yeah. your support network and you can get mm-hmm. everything done in that one go so it can be a really this could be a good time to tap into that creativity that you never thought you had right um yeah i agree like or work on hobbies like that you kind of want to do but then you you know now you can do those things and yeah. the, i mean it might part you might parlay it into a career or mm-hmm. it might just be something you just do to pass the time but just to your point, feeding those things. I think being a well-rounded person is important because so many yeah. people, and we, again, we've both worked in like employment and everyone's so bogged down with their jobs and they define their career as successful and being successful. So with this COVID stuff going on, with people either losing their jobs or being laid off, they yeah. feel like now they're a failure because they're not working. And I'm trying to tell people not to think that way because yeah. 
you yeah. have to be more than your career. As much mm -hmm. as you love your career and you enjoy what you do, and that's important, absolutely. I'm not saying that it's not, but there has to be more than yeah. just work. It can't right, just be about waking not, a, Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Identity is not, like, yeah. As much as I love what I do, it's not, again, to your point, it's not, and my identity is not identified by my work. Yep, exactly. At all. I feel it the was same at way. one point, but now it's definitely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, because I mean, work is, it's a big part of us, but, uh, and it's something that yeah. I have a conversation too uh, with people that I talk to, you know, how to, to your point, your identity is not tied to your work. And because when, if you lose your work, you feel like you lost part of yourself. And that's true to say that, you know, I'm not defined by my job. I have many other sides. I have more than, I'm more than my work and, and, and yeah, yeah. And, and tapping into those. So yeah, those are, those are some good uh, strategies, you know, with, with our, your hobbies and being organized and take stock of, you yes. know, where the money goes, as you mentioned, Michael, right? If I'm spending, am I Absolutely. investing, right? Am I, am I making money? Are there other avenues that I can um, make money from? I think in this digital age, it's a bit easier too. Um, Way it still easier. takes time. Way yeah. Easier. Yeah. For oh, like, yeah. like side gigs. You got to build and, your stuff up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to build up your brand and build it up and get that stuff. But no, mm -hmm. it's definitely way easier now to kind of be able to parlay something if you're able to do that. Like Zoom. I guess Zoom, for example, was somewhat small thing. And now it's like worth so much money now because everyone's using that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And no one is using Skype except for business. Which, and I hear Skype business sucks. So <laughs> there you go. I haven't tried it yet. I have not used Skype. Neither have I. Yeah. I've used I haven't Skype used in, many in a years. while. Yeah, in a very long time. Probably like five years last time I used Skype. Yeah, Skype sucks. Oh, <laughs> poor Skype. I used Xbox oh. One, but I have it on my Xbox One, but it, it was trash. It was terrible. No. So, screw that. It's Google okay. Hangouts is good too, right? Uh, there's many, many Google ways. Google Hangouts is good. Yeah, that we can connect yeah, with each other. Definitely. So. So having those social connections, having the support network, mm -hmm. engaging our senses, engaging our mind uh, mentally, uh, intellectually. Um, and yeah, so I think uh, just being a well-rounded person, that's, that's, and I know a lot of people um, are, have learned that lesson already. And, and many people uh, are, are cooks. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm kind of a cook, but you know, yeah. I balance it out. Yeah. Balance, right? I don't want to cook every fucking day. Yeah, so sometimes I'll just, you know, Uber Eats is my friend. So, you know, I'll work in Uber Eats, <laughs> but then sometimes I want to cook. So, yeah. it just, yeah, to your point, like I said, just being well rounded. I think that's the biggest thing that I want to kind of do, like, when trying to discuss with this vlog is just, or, or sorry, podcast is that just making sure people are well rounded in terms of their lives and just, you know, being able to do that. Cause again, this is going to, and then again, also like when, if let's say the second wave hits. Yeah. You know, cause that might be a possibility. I don't know, but mm -hmm. you know, just not being thinking like this is going to be the end and you can't do anything. You can, you know, you can do and work on other things, you know? Yeah. That's a good place to end. Uh, and I mean, to, if I anyone's agree. interested, you know, check out uh, the website, www.aartysana.com, artisana.com. This is the whole concept behind the website is leaving a multifaceted, well-balanced life. And I call it the Renaissance life. Because if you look up Renaissance person, it means someone who has more than one interest, you know, a polymath, a multipotentialite. There's many other words that describe it. But the whole premise behind my site is to engage all of my senses to ensure that I, I live up to me. You know, I'm not just one one thing. I'm not defined by one thing. Absolutely. And I think all of us have that in, inside of us. It's just about, um, you know, awakening. Tapping it. into it. Tapping into it. Yeah, yeah tapping Much into better. It. 
yeah, much better <laughs> diving into it. Thanks, Mike. Um, but yeah, so you can listen to this podcast on artisana.com. You can listen to it on Spotify and Apple Music. The podcast is titled Sana Talks to People and Sometimes Herself. So thank you for Great joining. Great title, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Probably the best title for a podcast, I think. <laughs> thank so, you. So, so, so original, right? <laughs> I think it's, listen, I think it's perfect. I could have came up with something better myself. So Thanks. good on you. I just wanted something like kind of lax, you know? I thought tea with sauna was a bit uptight. So not that I'm thinking tea's uptight. Yeah, because then we require to have, it would almost feel like we would require to have tea like every time. Yeah, which you isn't know, a bad idea. With the title. It's, no, tea is great. I love tea. I, but, I love tea you know, too. It would be, yeah. it would put a lot of pressure. It's yeah. a lot of pressure to then have tea like that all the time. <laughs> so at least with talking to Sana and herself is just that's literally what you're doing. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, perfect title. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining, Mike. Uh, all the best with your protest. You're very welcome. Uh, with your uh, thank with you. participating you. speaking engagement. Yeah. And yes, yeah. I might post it on my Instagram page. Possibly, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. We'll yeah, play it by ear. It's a complete train wreck speech. Thing. <laughs> my vlog is a uh, big Mike, big Mike's vlog. It's on YouTube. So just you know, do this. Just do a search, big Mike's vlog. I have about sixty nine videos, ranging from sports to politics to fashion, like shoes. Um, yeah. A wide rate of stuff. Dating, most of it's dating. I'd say like yeah. half of my vlogs are dating related. And the podcast, uh, a conversation about race and Black Lives Matter. So I do have a link to Michael's uh, blog there as well. But I'll link it up in this cool. one too. I'll just try to do the, the links every cool. one that I do have with you. You're saying, Michael? Awesome. So yeah. No, I was saying, um, yeah. So I was thinking uh, maybe a topic. If if then if anyone's listening, if they want to give us any suggestions on a topic, me and Son would be more than willing to discuss it. But I was thinking I can discuss my date fails because everyone mm. wants to hear that. No one wants to hear the fun, like the positive. Everyone wants to hear the, the dumpster fire that been, <laughs> has been my sometimes dating life. Yeah, so I am willing to share stuff. this. I was thinking to <laughs> the entertaining stuff because that's at the end of the day, that's what the women want to hear. They want to hear just how crazy some of these women out there are. So then they can measure how crazy they are to those date women that have gone on dates with. So I am willing to put myself out there and I'm going to share one long, really, of my worst date ever because I know people want to hear that. So my worst <laughs> date ever, I'm willing to share this with you people. So Wait, stay is this tuned. A, all Keep right, talking. this is your blog, right? This is your blog? It's in my, I'm going to do it in my blog. Because it's a really long story. It's not, eh, it's about a 20 minute story because there's a lot okay. of layers to it. Cool, cool. So I'm going right. to do it on my blog and then, you know, if people want to watch it and judge me, feel free. Awesome. Stop. Very courageous, Mike. My shoulders can take it. <laughs> I, I, that's how I roll. I don't care. I don't give a shit. So I'm going to say it. <laughs> well, thanks again for joining, Mike. I really enjoyed Thank this talk. Thank you, Sana, for having me. Um, and good lesson, good good core message at the end. And it's, it's inspirational. And I, and I hope that, you know, we can share it with others and inspire others too. And I hope someone takes something from it. I hope someone takes something from this and hopefully they can apply it to their life in whatever yeah. way. It doesn't have yeah. to be everything we said, but they can take at least one thing we said and take something from it and try to apply it to their lives. Then I am happy with that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mike. You're very welcome. All right. Cheers.